I guess in a best case scenario, you would always love to do that. Uh, but sometimes, you know, the, a freshman is the best player and he's mm-hmm. going to play. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. Some, some guys, are they come in here wired the right way and they're already physically ready to go. Um, like a Taylor Rapp. Right. Know, and I wouldn't want, I'm, I'm glad we played Taylor Rapp three years. We got the three years out of him. Yep. <laughs> so yep. uh, I think each case is different. If, if 100% of your time when you were secondary coach was to the secondary, how much of your time is devoted now to the secondary and how much of it is devoted to the front seven of this defense? Oh, geez, that's a great question. I mean, I'm always thinking about the defense, so mm-hmm. that's obviously different. But, you know, we, us all, all the coaches, we're always thinking about little wrinkles we can do yeah. here and there. What can make this better? Hey, you know, Coach Gregory, you thought about this? Coach Lake, have you thought about this? We're always bouncing ideas off each other. Um, and so I don't know what the percentage I don't know what the percentage mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. but um, I just love coaching this great coaching staff. Do you see a pass rush that is moving ahead of where it was a year ago? I do. I think um, spring we really took a step. Mm-hmm. I think um, our guys got uh, physically stronger, faster. I think Coach K and Coach Malloy have done a really good job with some some mentality things, some line games. Um, I think I think our pass rush came alive in the spring, but. I'm going to hesitate to say that until we actually get to a game. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm never going to say, "Oh, yeah, we're, we're all good now." You right. know, we got a pass rush. Let's go, let's go to a game first. Uh, let's go let's go get challenged and see how it's going to it's going to work in a real time situation. Is that in some ways the number one thing that you're curious about regarding this defense, or is there something else that you're you're kind of waiting to see how it develops? Yeah, I think. I mean, we lost a lot of guys, so yeah. I mean, we got to we got to we we got to see how our uh, leaders develop. Um, when we have a, mm-hmm. a bad practice or not, you know, someone that's not up to our standard, I want to see how the leaders react. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's always interesting when you don't have, you know, you look around and it's like, oh, JoJo's not here anymore. Oh, Benberg, Kervin. Oh, where, where's Greg Gaines? Those guys aren't going to say anything anymore. Mm-hmm. We've got a new cast of characters, older guys that are in those leadership positions. So um, it's going to be interesting how those guys react and when, we, when yeah. we don't live up to a standard on one day. I assume Bowman and Bryant could take over a leadership role because they're older guys. Mm-hmm. But who are the leaders that you've seen so far develop on this team, on that side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, Keith Taylor's there for sure. Brandon Wellington, Kyler Manu, uh, Benning. Um, you know, th- those, those guys, Ryan Bowman. Um, we have a lot of guys that uh, that take this thing very seriously, make sure they hold the young guys accountable, mm-hmm. uh, and then they've been all about business thus far uh, through day three. Do you need these final three weeks? I mean, could you be ready by next no. week for the opener, or do we you really need, need these three weeks yeah. to get ready? Can we have six? Yes. <laughs> we need it. That's so funny. My son, actually, he goes, how is practice, Dad? I was like, it's good. He goes, are ready to play? I go, no, we're not. <laughs> We're not ready to play. No, we, we, you know, we've got more defenses to install, more techniques to install. Uh, we haven't even got through situational football yet. Mm. No, we. This, this is why we have training camp. This is, this is why they'll just yeah. roll the ball out and go. Hey, all right, good luck. No, we, we need to practice to coordinate all eleven of these guys. Yeah, Jimmy, great stuff, man. Appreciate this. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Alfie. Go dogs. So official word comes down. Mish Powell was that pi or just yeah. Like, oh. Well, well. So in our, you know, obviously if, it, if we're in a game, then. It's a pass interference. Uh, for our interception toll that we keep, you know, in our room, it's gonna it's gonna come down to the jury in the room, and we'll have a, we'll have a vote. We'll try to get every single camera angle, and uh, and we'll see if Mish gets his first interception of uh, 2019 training camp. And the same goes for Nick Durans, his second. Correct, correct. Uh, but from all indications, I saw some body language that I think he may have dropped it. So we'll but we'll see. We'll, we'll go check the film. When you're looking at a, a group like the edge rushers, is it does it give you something extra when you have so many guys coming back that maybe they start out camp maybe a step ahead because they're not all learning each other? 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it really helps that we had, you know, those guys from the spring. They took a real uh, a big leap in the spring. And now, you know, just honing those techniques, you know, fine-tuning those techniques as we get through training camp and into our first game. Yeah, it's very excited. Um, I know those guys are chomping at the bit. All they've heard is, you know, the negative part of their game. And, and I think they're excited to go show the world what they can do. How different is it to coach a unit like maybe the edge rushers who have so many guys coming back versus maybe the inside linebackers that have one or two really experienced guys with a whole lot of new faces? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's why we have, uh, you know, a really, really good coaching staff. you got to be able to coach the young guys, coach the older guys, blend the two, um, know when we're giving too much information, too little information, and it's always a fine balance. Um, but I think it's an exciting group, mix of young and old, and a mix of guys that all redshirted last year that still got to play college football for the first time, you know, for four games, still redshirted, got bigger, faster, stronger, and now they're that much more energized and motivated to go to go be that starter. Cam Williams getting a lot of reps with the one. What are you seeing out of Cam Williams? Yeah, he's, uh, he's picked up where he left off in the spring. He, he flashed a ton in the spring. Um, you know, very athletic, very conscientious about our defense, knowing our calls. I mean, that's 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 the first thing you got to you got to know where you're at and and uh, and not make a lot of mistakes. And then now you got to start making plays. And um, he's certainly doing that. But we also got a lot of other guys that are right there. And so it's going to be interesting training camp how this thing unfolds. I know he was a highly rated guy out of high school. Is he surprising you at all? How quickly he's picking things up? No, not really. So we got a chance to work with him at um, our Redlands camp. Um, you know, the, one of the little satellite camps that we do, the numerous satellite camps that we do down in California. And he went down there, and it was a magical two hours. I mean, we saw a player that really responded to our coaching. Uh, you know, Coach Harris did a really good job with him, teach him certain techniques, and all of a sudden, five minutes later, he's doing it. So we were not surprised at all how quick he's, uh, he's picking up our defense. Well, I didn't have two or three interceptions today. Yeah, what was it? I don't know. It, it looked like it could be three, and just what have you seen out of him again in this yeah. game? It seems like he's one of the leaders again. No question, no question. I mean, Elijah's played some really good football for us already, and now, you know, he's he's one of our guys, you know, one of our guys that's going to be starting somewhere back there. He is a smart, instinctive, tough young man, can play all over, can play corner. I mean, very similar to Miles Bryant, can play, he's play all the secondary, put some good weight on. He's stronger this year. Um, and and he's getting smarter, if, that, if that's even possible. He's already a smart young man. So very excited that he made some plays out there. All his hard work is paying off. And then the depth of the inside linebacker behind um, Kyler Manu and Brandon Wellington, how comfortable are you with that at this point, and what are you looking to see in the next couple of weeks out of those younger guys? Yeah, no, we got we got young guys. Same thing in the in the secondary. You know, a lot of – I look up on my board in my room, and uh, there's a lot of – Freshman, redshirt freshman, freshman, redshirt freshman, and then same same goes for the inside linebackers, many even our defensive line. Um, but you know what? Uh, like I said, some of those guys uh, redshirted last year, like a, a, you know an MJ Tafisi. Um, you know, a lot of those guys they, they redshirted, they played some, so they got their feet wet a little bit. And in years past, we would probably would have been a little bit more nervous, but they've played some college football already. And so I think the competition's thick at that position, and I'm really excited about the athleticism at that position. How long does it take for you to get a sense of when a true freshman could maybe see some time on the field as a true freshman? Yeah, really, about probably about the third week of camp. About the third week of camp, um, you know, sometimes you know right away. I mean, you know, like, okay, this guy's probably going to play. Um, but definitely by the third week after we've installed all of our coverages, see if he can handle it. 
and then you kind of know. And then, in, you know, in terms of depth also, um, you know, like, De like Byron Murphy, he could have easily played his first year, but he had Kevin King and Sidney Joes in front of him. And so it's also a balance of the depth chart as well, um, if he's going to play a ton or play very little. Sounds like you really value that new rule with the red shirts, getting them four games on the field, too. No question. Yeah. No question. And we definitely took advantage of it last year. When you talk about naming starters, it just seems like you have different guys in in different packages for different roles. Is, you know, starting, does starting mean that much, you know, or is it more about the packages you're running? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's always important for guys. They want to be, you know, that, that left corner or that right corner so they can get in a groove during the game. But definitely we have uh, so many different packages where different guys uh, have different roles. So say like a Key Taylor last year that came in, played our, played our money position, played our penny position, and also played corner. Uh, keeps those guys alive, lets them get, them get their feet wet for, you know, 30 plays a game. Um, and so it's nice to have packages like that. You know, and then we got packages for our pass rushers. We'll have three, four pass rushers in at a time. Uh, we're in regular mix downs, maybe those guys wouldn't get those reps. Is it easier for some of these guys to, like Elijah Molden, he can play pretty much anywhere back there. Miles Bryant can play anywhere. Would you rather have them moving all around, playing different positions, different packages, or just keeping them where they're at? Moving all around, versatile. That's what we've, we've always been around here. You guys have been covering us for a while. All of our guys are versatile. All of our guys have played all over. Injuries happen. Keep the offense guessing. Where's, where's number five going to be? He's here this one week. The next week they're preparing for him to be there, and he's not there. Uh, we want to keep offenses off balance every single week. You're smiling when you say that. It's kind of like tormenting the offenses. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. For Josiah and John, when you put them on scholarship at the end of the spring. No, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Coach, it wasn't special, but I mean, it was special for them. You know, Coach really announced that, and the team was excited about that. You know, and th that's what we're about. Everything is about developing, and those guys earned it, and and they both are emotional, and it's just a big thing for them and their families. But more importantly, it was it was a good reminder to, to the team. And the more you can get better at things, you know, the better things will come. What, what did you see from those guys throughout their careers that made you want to reward them that way? Nonstop development and a relentless pursuit of getting better. You know, they're in. I think they played against some good people. You know, they were behind the Vita Vez, the Greg Gaines, Jalen Johnson, Shane Bowman's. And they kind of stayed the course. You know, now they're the senior year. They're kind of stepping up, both competing for starting jobs and kind of looking forward to, to seeing what they can do this fall. Seems like you've got some hopefuls to fill for the pass rushing role. Where yeah. do you guys see yourselves now compared to where you were last year? Getting better, I would say. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. You know, you know, I, my memories of the Holly Kekaha days, you know, Feeney's days. So uh, we have a lot of work to do, but I think those guys are starting to get it. We are developing. So hopefully by the time we get to August 31st, we'll have some type of pass rush. Who are some guys you have your eyes on? That you've been... No, really just, just developing uh, a technique to, to gain speed. You know, Benning and, and Josiah's doing a good job on that, but if, if everybody else can pick up and we're not just handicapped with so many guys, uh, I think we'll be good. So overall, total overall, we just got to get better on the get-off. How's Fatui doing health-wise? Good, yeah. good. All the freshmen are there. All the freshmen are working hard. Uh, you know, they are making improvements. I, I'm sure they're going through some frustration because this is a lot going in for them, you know, different in high school, but um, they're moving along well. Bob Gregory. Mickey, you had the chance to come in during the spring and didn't get a lot of reps. Well, Mickey, Mickey a little bit uh, dinged right now. And Josh got uh, plenty of reps uh, in the spring, and he's going to 
get more this fall. So yeah. how, how much of a rotation do you expect to see? Is it fair that you're going to want to get a lot of guys through, or do you want in terms of game reps? In terms of when? You well, know, we're kind of we're too far away from that now. We'll no, no. In terms of like right. ideally the season, do you want to get give guys a lot of chances? I don't know. We'll you know we'll see. Yeah, I, 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 we're we're three days into it and we've got to figure it out. So obviously with special teams, another question. Kind of just how do you? Is there anything you plan to do differently in terms of your approach, the way you maybe might practice it, or how do you want to change? Well, I think we just always got to have good energy in practice. And, all, and everybody's got to buy into to, to special teams. That, that That's going to make a difference in close games to special teams. Was there anything in particular that you saw that was the reason for the special teams? Sort of what was last year, anything? Well, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe a lot of young guys, which we don't, don't normally have on, on teams. Um, We've got a lot of veterans coming back, and we'll take a step. MJ and Jackson Sermon uh, compared a lot uh, together a lot. Fall they were paired together a lot in the spring. I saw it remember last year they were paired together a lot. Is that something you like to do? Have those guys, two people working to continually? As Not necessarily. Um, it just kind of works out that way right now. Those, those guys are kind of taking the reps together. But having that, seen them on the with the second team, how what have you seen out of the two of them? Good. They're ta- they're taking a step. They're they're certainly taking a step and getting better. Yeah. Coach, as far as uh, when you're recruiting kickers, when you're, how do you get in? Because it's not just about the physical ability to kick a, a field goal. It's also about the mental ability to handle the pressure that's involved. How do you, when you're doing, you're going through your evaluations, how do you do stuff like that? How that is probably the hardest thing right there. Mm-hmm. There is no question. Um, and that's hard. you got to see how they're kicking under pressure. We like to get them on campus to our camps um, in high school. Um, I found this out the hard way a few years ago that there's no regulation on balls. They could be kicking with balloons. Obviously, they kick here a lot harder ball. And so it's all those things you got to kind of take in, in, into consideration. And really the biggest thing is if you get them on campus and watch them kick, like in our camp, that, that helps a ton. I know we're three days into it, like you said, about the linebackers. But as far as your special teams, do you, do you feel like you have the guys to make this a better special team? Maybe the coverage unit's a little bit better than they were the last I year. do. At the very least, you know, we got everybody who's got a little bit more experience. You know, we had, we had a bunch of young kids on last year, which we're not necessarily used to. We're a little bit thin in a couple of positions last year, so I, I think we'll take a step. Thanks, Coach. Position. I put 20 pounds on. So, on from 270. Benning Patoa. And uh, it's going to sound crazy, but I sound better than I felt when I was two, than, I, than I did when I was 270. You don't feel lost of quickness? No, no, not at all. Actually, in fact, I feel like I got more explosive, more quick, more faster. I think I put on good weight and lost the extras, the bad. So. Did they come to you and say, why do you make the move, or did you want to do it? How did that all come about? So they wanted to make the move. They uh, they brought me up. They spoke to me, and they just thought it was better. Uh, I spent my whole career here, like, constantly trying to lose weight. It wasn't working in my favor. So uh, I guess they, I guess their plan was for me to just go where my body was going, gain all this weight, and I feel I feel good. I feel great. Having you changed positions, you know, a couple years ago, how does it make it easier to change positions this time? Yes. It's, it. it it was much easier to make this change than it was to make the last change to from D-line to outside backer. Right. Outside backer, you know, by all means, I love outside backer, but, you know, all the drops, a whole lot of, you know, a whole lot of thinking, a lot more thinking than D-line. And at D-line, is just get down and go, have fun, go crazy, really so. How important is it you to have a big senior season? I mean, you've had a really solid curve, but they're just yeah. special this year. Uh, I mean, it's very important. Uh, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely huge to you know, leave this place, uh, you know, with a with a big season like you said, and really just uh, take take what I've learned 
through all my experience here in games, practice, meetings, you know, everything I learned, and really just putting it all into this uh, last year. So, What's it going to take for you to have a big season? Uh, it's all, I feel like it's all mental. Physically, I feel like I've had it mentally. I just I've spent all this time to learn how to use my tools and my ability, and now I feel like I'm starting to like believe in what I'm capable of. And uh, this year, I'm just planning on going out there and just laying it all out. Sounds like there's less thinking about it than just, just doing it. Way less thinking. Just all, all just playing, that fun, and and that's you know that's that that all comes with the position. Just really causing havoc, making a mess in there, and just really just having fun with it. Ben, and we talked about the first time we saw you yeah. in between eighth and ninth grade, yeah. beating Corey Fuavai, yep, Corey yep. English at the day. It seems like you've been around forever. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it felt like I've been around forever, especially being a local kid. Uh, kind of feels like I've, I've been at this school for about 10 years, literally. I mean, when I was in high school, I was around here. When I was in middle school, my brother was here, so I was watching games. So, I mean, feels like I never got away from this place. Has it gone, hasn't gone, has it gone fast or not? It has gone fast, though. So, long days. Short, short time, short years. So. So, so you're named after Fort Benning, right? Yes. And now your dad, was your dad stationed there or how'd that work? He was stationed there, yes. So when I was born, he had just got back from training at Fort Benning. Okay. And he really loved his training over there, enjoyed it over there. So and He's still in the military, right? Yes. And what's his, what's his position? Uh, so he's in, he's in the Army. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure what his position is, right. but he's, he's in South Korea right now doing... Uh, I think overseeing everything, so okay. yeah, I'm not quite familiar with what he does. So. You, you miss standing up on the end, or do you, are you going to get to do it? Are they going to move you around a little bit? I mean, I don't know if y'all saw today, but I was moving. Yeah, I was in the end, in the middle, uh, four eye, three tech. So, I mean, yeah, I feel like they'll put me everywhere on the line. But uh, in terms of missing the end, yeah and no. Uh, I definitely enjoy inside, but in terms of space and freedom outside, coming off the edge, yeah, I mean, yeah, I missed that. So like a year ago, what was your weight? Two seventy. What is it now? Two ninety. How's it? You you prefer two seventy to two ninety? Two ninety. I feel better than I did when I was two seventy. I feel faster, quicker. As crazy as it sounds. So you, last year you had to try to keep the weight down. Yes. So now you're out there in the field, and El Gaucho's got the barbecue yeah. going. Do you smell it a little bit more? Is it easier to take? Yes, it is. It's yeah, it is. Uh, it was a struggle at first. You know, always trying to keep my weight down and do what was do what was. Uh, better for my position I was a linebacker but going inside definitely allowed me to let go really so how, how different is your diet uh, now compared to a year ago definitely doubled in terms of servings but uh in terms of what I eat just not really much uh, I, I definitely get to have more cheat days but do you expect to be more on the inside or outside or again what do you think I like inside I like inside I enjoy inside a whole lot of freedom a whole lot of just causing havoc and making a mess so there was a stat out there that um, biggest food budget in the Pac-12. Yeah. And Washington was at 1.9 million, and wow. Oregon was at 1.3 million. Yeah. Okay. Who put the biggest dent in that? I think I was the difference between <laughs> our state and Oregon State. But yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know. I can't. I can't really stop spending money on food. It's it's kind of hard. Uh, tell me what it's like having the young guys. Their red shirts are off, so they can man. Play. I tell mean, me about those two guys that are attached at the hit. Uh, they're they're great. Tuli and Zagi, they're great additions. Uh, very strong size, very good feet, very good technique. Definitely coachable. They learn well. They learn fast, and they take everything we tell them. They learn into into their arsenal, and they use it well. They play well, and 
hope, you know, I'm looking forward to see what they do in the game this year. Do they listen to you? Yes. Yes. I mean, they're they're big, like, you know, they're, they're just hungry for, like, more and more. They're, you know, like, always, always, ur- like, urging to learn and get better. So. Oh, it is, Menzel, because you got to know the offensive linemen. Okay. You got to know who you're going against. You got to know if you can set them inside and go outside or if they're, uh, they'll, what, step forward and then you got to do a move. It just depends on the O-lineman. You got to study an O-lineman to know what your pass rush is going to be. You can't just go out there and do a pass rush move. They make it harder and harder because these guys are more veteran. I mean, you're going up against basically seniors almost every yeah. position. <laughs> it makes it harder and harder, but, I mean, you're getting better and better. Iron sharpens iron, so if you're not pushing yourself to be better than that veteran, then you're not going to get better. And that's how it's that's how it's worked out in your yeah. mind? Yeah, for sure. you got to get better. They're making me better. I'm making them better. Nice. Just tell me a little bit about kind of the pairing now. I mean, because you, lo- you lost so many guys. Mm-hmm. You lose you, know, you lose Jalen, you lose Greg, you yeah. lose Shane Bowman, and then, you know, like um, – uh, God, who's the federal way player? I mean, he got hurt and couldn't play anymore. Uh, Shane? Uh, yeah. Jer- oh, Jerry. Hulu. Oh, yeah, Hulu. And, you know, so there's so many guys that, that were out there. What, What's basically the dynamic that takes place when you're trying to replace so many bodies out there and you got so many young boys that you got to fill in there? It's not much difference. It's whoever's ready to play. We know the guys who have been practicing, who have been paying attention, who have been focused, and they're they're ready to go. Like Taki, Tuli, young guys, Draco, all of them. They're they're focused. They're ready to go. They handle they handle business today. So I know we didn't get to see too much of like Sama and yeah. uh, Jacob in the spring, even though they enrolled early. Yeah. What were they What were they kind of doing behind the scenes to kind of get themselves <laughs> right, even though they weren't necessarily on the field all the time? Yeah, they were just learning plays. Like even now, right now, they know more than you know. Uh, Tui, they know more than all the young guys. So it's just really what this is, is getting your brain right. If you can get your brain right, you can play on the field. You can make mistakes on the field as long as you get have the plays in your head. Does it take your mind back to the way it was when you were there? And yeah. You were kind of you were yeah. kind of learning the rope. Do you kind of do you give them some of the tricks of the trade, or do they have to learn that on their own? No, I, I try to help them out more. Sometimes I almost got annoyed because someone didn't know an answer, and then I'm like, I thought back. I'm like, oh shoot, you know, I was that guy three years ago. I didn't know that. So you know, you just take them to the side if I have to take them out to practice, go over to play, you know. As long as as long as you give them direction and help them out, they'll understand it. Nice. I was also kind of curious about, um, you know, being from Texas. I, I think I remember when you committed, you were talking about how much you enjoyed the weather yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, how long did it take you to kind of adjust and acclimate to, to being – you know, 1,500 miles away or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, it was just easy for me. Like, it, it didn't take me that long, maybe a month. Yeah. So homesickness was never, was never going to no, factor no, into really. anything. I went, I went home frequently, so okay. it wasn't that big of a factor. Tell me a little bit, because you know, you're kind of seeing it in the last couple of years. You're seeing Washington kind of get maybe clued into the fact that it, it wasn't just you. It wasn't just maybe like a Trevor Walker back in the day or – Vic Iowa, there's some more and more guys. I mean, they got a couple guys committed already yeah. from Texas. You got, you know, Miles was here. What is it about trying to trying to, to lure a Texas kid <laughs> to play in the Pacific Northwest? It's not it's not much lure. It's just connections and you know connections and culture. How our team, how Coach Pete presents our team, how we play on the field. Really, I yeah. think that attracts them regardless. And then obviously the Texas guys are seeing people like me, people like Miles come up here and then, you know, they're they're making it an option for them, like, oh, it might not be that bad to go right. up here, go far far west, far north, far south of these. So when you, you know, when you're talking to maybe Coach Bloy, I mean, are you constantly kind of in his ear going, 
it, not not so much even kids from Allen first off, but but just kids in general. Like, <laughs> man, you guys are missing the boat. There's so many guys down there that you could you could just pluck, and they they'd be eager to come up here. <laughs> not necessarily in his ear, but if they if I see that they have a play that we're looking at, you know. I'm on the way, contacting them, talking to them, trying to see what's up. Yeah. And what do you tell the Texas kids like when they come up? You for know, the biggest camp problem and stuff like yeah, that. The biggest problem is distance, and everybody thinks the rain here is like just in Texas. When it rains, it rains, so yeah. the water is hitting you pretty hard. So they think it's like that up here. They don't. They don't understand that it's just little drizzle. I think that's a big thing. Do you t do you tell them like, hey, go home, tell everyone it rains all the time, but you know the truth <laughs> about because you know at the same time you want to make sure that okay you understand how it works here, yeah. but at the same time you just don't want just everybody coming up here. <laughs> no, nah, I mean we, we only take OKG, so regardless we'll get, we'll get who we have. Right. And just tell me a little bit about those those true freshmen, other true freshmen coming in, guys like Tui and and mm -hmm. Noah Ngalu and guys like that. Yeah. Tui. You know, I know they talked to you. Know, Coach Pete talked about the fact that you know last. Last year they richard every single player mm -hmm. this year he says that they're probably not going to do that do you think some of these guys are going to be ready uh, i think some of them will be ready for sure i mean Tui looks good no looks good some they all they all look good right now it just depends on you know how much they build within these three weeks and then obviously depth shark plays a role into it right i know it's probably tough from your vantage point because you're right in the thick of it yeah. but it kind of feels like the offense is a little ahead of where they were maybe a year ago this uh -huh. time fall camp you kind of get that sense do you, do you kind of feel the defense is building it up because they're they're getting a little uh you know they got the, some picks today and they're trying to come back at them a little bit uh, to be honest i feel like it's the same defense is always balling against the offense so to me uh, it's never gonna feel any other to me right kyler manu um one of the bigger linebackers out there now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just talk, can you talk a little bit about the loss of DJ Beavers and what difference it's really made? You know, DJ was an awesome player. He did a lot of great things for us, and it sucks to see him go down. He's my brother. He's my roommate. He's one of my best friends on the team. But, you know, he, he did what he could, and, man, it just sucks to see. But he was a physical, physical player, and he proved it every Saturday on the field. Are you guys about the same size, roughly? Me and, me and DJ? Yeah. We, we, were, we were close, but he, man, that dude has lost a ton of weight now. Really? Yeah, he's like down to like 200 pounds. <laughs> You're laughing. Yeah, well, it's just awesome. I like seeing how, how healthy he's been, and it's just great for him. And how much are you weighing right now? Uh, last weighing, 245. How do you feel at that weight? I feel good. I feel good. I uh, feel, feel strong. I feel, feel good for my, my speed right there, so, and what my assignments are with the defense, so it's, it's feeling great. What do you need to do this year? What's the most important thing for you to get that starting job? Uh, I think just honing in on the, the little things, the little details of my game and perfecting everything that I know, like knowing the defense like the back of my hand. Like, I feel like I have a great knowledge of our defense, so just think that'll help me propel me. And, but, you know, we're not really focused on, on depth chart and everything right now. We're all just coming in right now, grinding, pushing each other. Like younger guys pushing me, I'm pushing them. And I think that will eventually benefit the team in the end. I think most people look at Kyler and say, you know, we need Kyler out there to stop the run. Is that pretty much, is that accurate? Or do you, are you just as good covering the, uh, you know. You know, I'm just passes. as good as covering the pass. But, you know, I like, I like to hit people. So you stopping, smile. You stopping, smile when you say stopping the run is fun. So I'm just here to do whatever I can for the team. You've known Coach Pete for a long time. Yeah, yeah. You knew him back in like my sophomore year of high school when he was at Boise State. <laughs> Tell me your best Chris Peterson story. My best Chris Peterson story. Oh, man. I don't have to think about that. There's a lot. Ooh. I'm going to say probably when I first met him, it was 
at a Boise State game and they like pulled me aside and told me that I had to go talk to Chris Peterson in his office and I thought I was just there for like a junior day or something and I was like okay so I just went and sat down with him and he was just like he's like you know we're you're a great player and all but uh yeah we want to extend an offer to you and I was just like I thought he was gonna tell me like yeah like maybe walk on or something but that offer just like super got me super excited he was the first coach to show faith in me and so I've just been a fan of him ever since. You've, you knew him back in Boise State. Yeah. How much different do you, would you say he is from Boise State to here? Uh, well, I don't know him a lot at Boise State, so but I can tell that he brought a great culture over from there. So the culture has definitely changed from when the old staff was here between now and when since Coach P's taken over. So I think that's the biggest thing. You had the offer from Boise State mm -hmm. when he got named the Washington coach. Did you wonder a little bit about the status of yours? Yeah, you yeah. Well, yeah, I, I didn't know if I did, had one or not. So I was on the phone with BG one day, and I was like, Coach, like, do I have an offer from you guys? And he's like, oh, you didn't know that? You, you had one? I was like, well, you, you didn't tell me when you guys, when you guys made the switch. So. But, yeah, once I got the offer, I was super excited. How important for the young guys? Elijah Molden. Actually, film is a learning opportunity. It's an educational part of the game. Yeah, I think they know when they step in the meeting room and they see, you know, Coach, they see Coach Lake up there, you know. He, he gives off a vibe, a pretty serious vibe, so they know. Yeah. They have best hands in the room for fall camp, too? Oh, yeah, they do. So, uh, I mean, it's pretty early. We got, I, I got two. Uh, shoot, Mish has one. Uh, a couple more guys, so yeah. Does that put you up on the leaderboard then? Um, shoot. Right now I'm tied with uh, with Nick, so yeah, our, our safety. Are you going to let any of them know about it? I'll give him a couple days. Miles had one too, and he, he's the guy who I'll talk to. So, <laughs> um, Tell me about today, you know, what happened out there. You had two picks, a couple of big plays out there. What would you see? Um, for me, I'm, I'm more focused on the the plays that I got beat on because that's something I can correct uh, and that's something I'll, I'll look to get coached up on um, but the plays that I did do well on I mean obviously I, we couldn't do that like without the pressure and I mean just reacting so I was talking to coach Lake you know down in LA just about having guys that are versatile like Miles who can play you know multiple positions he can mm -hmm. play inside outside and yeah. safety and he also mentioned you you know what if you had if you could play anywhere any one of those spots where would you play wherever coach needs me. I mean, I'm, I'm equally as comfortable in nickel and corner, and the positions offer different, you know, different uh, aspects of the game. So wherever he needs me. How about safety? Yeah, I'll play free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think early on, as a freshman, when I was learning both, you know, I was beating myself up about it because I was making mistakes. But now, like, I'm super grateful that I kind of went through the ringer. When you got here, you're looking in front of you, and you're going, "Man, there's some talent in front of yeah. you." But now you're looking back. There's some, there's some there's dudes, some talent, there's yeah. some guys coming for you. Oh yeah, and I think that's just the legacy that that we want to leave and we want to pass down. You know, guys like Trent McDuffie, you know, coming in, he's a highly touted guy, you know, and you've seen these guys come in before. You know, mm -hmm. you were that guy. What do you tell these guys? Uh, day by day, really. You know, uh, don't get caught up in. We got a lot going in the playbook right now, so, you know, uh, if, if you need to ask questions, don't be afraid. You snicker just a little bit and go, yeah, I did that when I was a freshman. Yeah, I mean, like, I think they're handling it a lot better than I did, too. Because I remember, like, going, you know, staying up late, like, in my, you know, just panicking about the playbook, calling my dad, dad, what do I do with, you know. So they're handling it pretty well. Did you have a dumb freshman moment that you remember? 
I mean, coach like yelled at me a couple times. That, but yeah, that's kind of like an initiation, though. So, yeah. <laughs>